We choose life here at Walloon. You need to know that. Why? Because our king, Jesus, said this, let the little children come to me. Jesus loves children. And in this church family, we love children. We love children that have been born. We love children who are in the womb. And I want you to know uh, we've got lots of folks who are a part of Walloon who it's not just when they're in the womb we care about them. We love them after they're born. Many of you have fostered and adopted and welcomed children into their families. So I just want you to know that's, that's what we're about. We're about choosing life. And that is the title of our message today. Let's choose life. Let's choose life. Locate with me um, on your phone app, your Bible app on your phone. Uh, open up God's Word if you have your Bible with you. We're going to be in the fifth book of the Old Testament, Deuteronomy chapter 30, okay? Deuteronomy chapter 30, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, okay? Moses knows he's about to die. Moses realizes his time is short, so he gives a series of literally deathbed talks called Deuteronomy, okay? That's what the book is. It's Moses knows he's about to die, and he wants to share his wisdom to the children of Israel that he's been leading and guiding for the last 40 years. They're about to go and cross the Jordan River and go into the promised land. Moses cannot go with them, so he wants to give them advice. He wants the, them to have his insight and wisdom. He wants them to succeed and thrive. And now he shares this wisdom because he wants them to enjoy Jehovah's blessing, Jehovah's applause on their lives. Literally, verses 15 to 20 of Deuteronomy chapter 30, I think is the high point in his deathbed talks because he's going to lay out for us today the secret, and it's not really a secret because we're going to see it's right here in God's book, the secret to enjoying an abundant life. The secret to having a joy-filled, fruitful, fun, yep, I said fun, rich, make an eternal difference life. We're going to get the secret right here in Deuteronomy chapter 30. Verses 15 to 20. So I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. How many of you here today or watching online would say, you know what? I want to have a fun, happy, joyous, abundant, fruitful, make a difference life. Yep, count me in, see my hand. How many of you would say, yep, that's what I want for me, and that's what I want for my children? And I suspect many of you watching online would say, yep. So if that's true, and I think it is, pay attention. <laughs> Because we're going to see from God's Word, Moses has advice that still works today, 2021. There's no expiration date on Deuteronomy 30, verses 15 to 20. If you're able, would you stand with me right now? We're going to read out loud God's book, uh, Moses' advice to the children of Israel. Again, just picture Moses. He's literally just a matter of days away from dying. And now these are the words that he shares with these children of Israel that he loves so much, and, and they apply to us as well. 
Let's read, start with verse 15. Join me. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, and to keep his commands, decrees, and laws, then you will live and increase. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land you're entering to possess. But if your heart turns away, and you're not obedient, and if you're drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land you're crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I've set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God Listen to his voice and hold fast to him. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for uh, inspiring Moses to get these words down. Thank you for preserving them for us. And right now, Lord, we just want you to know we, we choose life. We want to be a people who daily choose to live with you and your son Jesus and your inspired book, Front and Center. And Lord, when we mess up and fail and fall, and we all do in various ways, Lord, would you teach us not just to lay there in the mud and the manure of our sin? Would you teach us to get up and do the U-turn and run quickly to the cross and confess? Lord, we realize that sin creates a barrier, a wall that we've constructed, Lord, in confession tears that wall down, tears that barrier down, and we're able to get right back in relationship with your son, Jesus Christ. So point out anything that needs to be dealt with today. Lord, if there's anything that's preventing us from hearing you and doing business with you, point it out. And we're not just going to lay there and ignore it. We're not going to blame somebody else, Lord. We're going we're to take a hold of our part in it, the sin, and run to the cross and confess. Lord, what you're making clear right now, you call it sin, we call it the same thing. Wash, cleanse, purify. Lord, we want to be back in right, solid, koinonia relationship with you today. Speak, Lord. We're listening. We're ready to hear from you and what you inspired Moses to write down. And all those watching online, all those here in person said with one unified voice, Amen. can be seated. What I find interesting, very interesting, is that our Creator God has given us the choice to choose Him and do it His way according to His inspired owner's manual for our lives, or He's given us the choice to say, no, thank you. I think I'm going to make my own rules. I'm going to uh, create and choose my own path. I'm going to call my own shots, or as some celebrate in a song, and I'll do it my way. 
And I tell you every year or two, I hate that song. It's like the atheist anthem. It really is. I'm not doing it your way, Jesus. I'm doing it my No. But here's the truth. The capacity to choose is meaningless if there really isn't an honest choice to be made. And if you think back with me, back in the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 3, the Lord said, no, no, I, I really want Adam and Eve to choose to do it my way and not their way. So he gave them this tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then he said, here's my command, Adam, Eve, pay attention. Don't touch it. Don't sniff it. I don't know if he said that. Don't eat it. Just, just stay away, okay? And I'm certain that the fruit on that tree looked amazing. I, I'm sure they looked at that fruit and they said, well, we've got really good fruit in all the other trees, but wow, that fruit looks awesome, okay? And, and, and they're looking at it, and for Adam and Eve to have the freedom to choose, track with me, there needed to be a place where they chose to obey, but they also needed the option where they could disobey. They needed that choice as well. A place where they could even make a poor choice needed to be there for them. God loves us so much that He graciously gives us the freedom to choose to live God's way or the freedom to say, no thanks, I'm going to do it my own way. Moms, think about this. Which is more meaningful to you, okay? We install uh, a little program on your children, okay? Think about this, Kara. And, and now uh, you, you install a program where every time you touch a button, your, your child says, Mom, I love you, okay? Uh, go ahead. My, my sister had uh, one Christmas, she got a chatty Kathy. You guys don't remember that, okay? Yeah. Anyway, here's what's cool about a Chatty Kathy. It had a, a string, and, and you pulled the string, and then it said wonderful things like, Mommy, I love you. Mommy, you are the best. Um, so and you could just pull on that string all day long and hear all those wonderful words. So is, is that meaningful? Does that bring warm fuzzies? If you could program your child and automatically they would say exactly what you want them to say? Or is it more meaningful when your child, who sometimes is a little rascal, all of their own accord turns to you and says, Mom, I really love you. You understand the difference? What, what is it? No, we don't want pre-programmed children. We don't want to just pull a string and have them say what we want them to say. We love it when of their own free choice they choose to love. That's exactly what God has done in, in the Bible. He wants us to choose to live daily for Him, to genuinely choose to live His way and live strong, which means that we can genuinely also reject Jesus. You understand? For us to genuinely choose means we can also say, no, I'm not going to do it your way. I'm not going to follow your instruction manual. I'm going to live far away from Jesus. And Moses is saying today, listen closely, I love you. I care deeply about you. Choose life. 
Why would you reject the living God? Moses is saying, make the wise, informed choice. And let's start with verse 15, because it's a clear, compelling case that he makes. Right there, starting in verse 15. He says, see, I set before you today. And today has some urgency to it, because he says it four times in these verses. See, I, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to Him, to keep His commands, decrees, and law. Then you're going to live. You'll have increase. It's going to be good. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land you're entering to possess. It's kind of like Moses lays out a street sign here, okay? You've got a sign, and you can take two roads, two paths, if you will, okay? And he said, you can choose life and blessings, or you can choose to live like the rest of the world and live like the prodigal son, okay? Live life with Jesus, make Jesus your, your focus, your passion, the the true north of your life, or you can choose like the prodigal son to go, and it says the prodigal son went out and spent all of his inheritance in wild and sinful living, and where did he wind up after that? Anybody remember? He was eating with who? Literally living in the slop and the manure of the pigs, okay? Again, the two paths are described. Choose life and prosperity or choose death and destruction. <laughs> and I love that Moses is not shy about which option he's pushing. He's strong. He's saying, I just want you to know, verse 16, love the Lord your God, walk in obedience, keep the Lord's commands, and you're going to have a life of increase, a life of blessing. God's applause is going to be on your life if you do it God's way. Okay. These two different roads, these two different directions continue, and now he's going to talk to us about choosing the living God or choosing idols to worship, other gods. Verse 17, he says, but if your heart turns away and you're not obedient, and if you're drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, verse 18, I declare to you this day... <laughs> that you will certainly be, what is it? Destroyed. You will not live long in the land you're crossing the Jordan to enter and to possess. This is, this is uh, strong stuff. Idolatry is the human tendency, track with me for a minute, to value something or someone in a way that hinders our love, our devotion, our trust that Jesus alone deserves. Okay? It's a tendency we all have to, to let something else or someone else to have uh, a love and a devotion to them, and now suddenly my love and devotion to Jesus diminishes. Suddenly we put the gift that God has given us, and by the way, every good gift that you have in your life, who gave you that gift? Tell me. God Almighty, Jesus gave you that gift. So suddenly now, I'm taking a gift, 
of something or someone, and I'm valuing the gift above the giver of the gift. Okay? He's given us the mind, the ability to work hard, to provide and earn, to take care of ourselves, to take care of our family, and pretty soon this all-consuming passion to get ahead and achieve and be recognized and to get promoted and buy lots of stuff. You understand, pretty soon it's okay to work hard, it's really good to provide, but suddenly now that passion for, for the zeal is suddenly now drowning out our time with Jesus Christ. I'm suddenly now not living strong daily for Him in this rat race called my job, which is a good thing, and the Lord has given it to me, suddenly now becomes an idol, a little g God in my life. Moses is reminding us here, if we're not careful, if we don't pay close attention, even good stuff like family and work and sports, and education. Good things can become more valuable to us than our new life in Christ and all the blessings that God brings our way. Now, now here's the rub. Give me your eyeballs. We don't usually, followers of Jesus, we're, we're doing it God's way. Rarely do you see this just suddenly reverse course and go the total other direction. It doesn't normally work that way. Typically, we start drifting in the small stuff. Typically, I, I, I used to pray. I used to have a time where I spent with the Lord. I used to bring decisions before the Lord before I made them, but now I've just gotten too busy. I'm too scheduled. Life is too hectic. Here's the key. Choose Jesus in the small stuff. Right, Myron? Choose him in the daily little stuff and then when the rhythms of life are going and suddenly bigger stuff comes your way, if you've chosen him daily in the normal rhythms of life, you're likely going to continue to choose him when the bigger stuff comes your way. Choose him daily. I'm, I'm going to walk with you today, Jesus. I invite you to take charge of my routine. The best defense against going a wrong direction is to choose him daily in the little stuff. It really is. So uh, most big stuff starts off as little stuff, and suddenly now it's out of control. Now, Moses isn't done yet. He keeps up this very real choice we need to make. Do you want God's blessings, or do you want God's curses on your life? Go back to verse 19. This day, I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I've set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to his voice. Hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life and he'll give you many years in the land. He swore to give your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses says, choose life. It's not even a close call. The Lord has lovingly not made us robots or clones, but he wants us to choose him daily. It's a daily choice. Today, am I going to enjoy the blessings of the Lord or am I going to go the other direction and brace for the consequences? You know that, right, Jim? 
You, you go the other direction, away from the Lord, hold on tight, because the consequences are coming your way. I've proved that so many times. Death, curses, destruction. But a lot of us, give me your eyes, Here, here's what we do. But I think I can maybe ride the fence on this, okay? I, I, I love, I, you know, I enjoy Jesus, I like the Bible, but I don't want to miss out on all the cool stuff that the cool kids are enjoying. So, so I'm going to kind of try to stand here in the middle, and the Lord is saying, no, no, you, you got to choose. If you're trying to ride the fence, if you're going to try to stay right in the middle, that is a choice, and, and you're asking for consequences. I, I close with this true story. A young man named Antonio lived in Italy in the early 1900s. He dreamed of coming to America, so he saved his money. He worked two, three jobs. Uh, his family got excited. His dream was to come and to live in America. So he, he pooled all of his money. His family pitched in, and finally he bought a ticket to sail to the USA. Antonio's mother packed him a large food basket. She knew it was a long trip. Matter of fact, at this time, it took about six weeks on average to get from Europe to the United States. The problem is Antonio's food ran out in week number three. So now he's hungry and he's not got any food. So he realized in the upper decks where the first class passengers were, they could choose to have food delivered to their rooms at times. And when they were finished, they would set the food outside the door. And here's what Antonio discovered. He could go and sneak up there late at night before the stewards came, and he would get the small scraps of food and little pieces of bread and uh, kind of warm sips of milk. He said, it tasted terrible, but I'm so hungry. The leftovers were wonderful. I didn't, didn't have to starve. On the last evening of the voyage, a steward spotted Antonio rummaging through the trays in the hallway. And he said, what are you doing? And Antonio said, I'm hungry. I don't have anything to eat. And the steward's face reflected his amazement. And he asked Antonio sadly, didn't you know that meals are included in the price of the ticket? Didn't you know that you could have been eaten Every time the kitchen was open. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20 says this. Jesus wants us daily dining with him. You understand? Jesus is saying you, you don't have to be eating the scraps in the dumpsters of this world. You belong to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You can daily come and dine and eat with me. That's where real life comes from. It's from daily dining with King Jesus. And he's saying today, why don't you choose life? Why don't you choose my direction? Why don't you choose daily to live strong for me? The benefits are amazing. The blessings are awesome. Let's pray. Would you just pause for a moment and say, Lord, how, how does that apply to me? Lord, Lord, how does your book here in Deuteronomy 30, how does that relate to my life today? Would you just speak clearly to my heart, my mind, my will right now? I'm listening.
Is it possible that you are a follower of Jesus, but you've been trying to, to straddle the fence, trying to play it both ways? Yeah, I, I like Jesus and I like his word, but I also don't want to miss out on anything that this world has to offer. So, so I'm trying to play it both ways. That's, that's like Antonio. <laughs> you're just eating the scraps. You're, you're, you're getting much of your nourishment from the dumpsters of this world. And let me just say clearly, the king of the universe, the creator of the cosmos, is also the savior who came to earth, took your place, on that Roman cross, shed his blood for my greatest problem, which is yours as well, took our place in the tomb, early Sunday morning victoriously arose so that we could dine with him, so that we could have koinonia with King Jesus. That's available every day. Perhaps you've never enjoyed that, or maybe you made that choice a long time ago, but it's never become a part of your routine. I have great news. Today, you can choose life. Lord, I choose to do it your way. I choose to live strong for you. I choose to enjoy your blessings and your applause and all the good stuff only you can bring to my life, the eternal blessings, the make a difference fun. This is the best life possible that's found only in and through walking daily with Jesus Christ. Have you done that for the first time? Maybe today you need to say, you know what, Jesus? I believe that you want me to be one of your kids. Jesus, I believe that today I can choose to say yes, open the door of my life, and invite you in by faith. So I do that even right now. I believe you took on human form. God with skin on took my place on the cross. You shed your blood for my sin problem, took my place in the grave, victoriously arose from the dead. He did that for me. And right now I receive the person of those historical facts as my Savior, Lord, King. Come on in, Jesus. I choose life. I choose you. And again, you might be one of those uh, kids that's been living lukewarm. You're born again, but you haven't been living like it. <laughs> been eating a lot of your days out of the dumpsters of the various dumpsters of this world. And maybe today you need to wake up and realize, you know what, Moses, you're right. <laughs> this is miserable. And every time I eat out of another dumpster, I feel awful. It, it, the, what I thought was so sweet, the sin quickly goes sour. Jesus, would you help me to start living strong and staying on your path on a daily basis, even in the small stuff? you're watching online, you can be hitting that prayer button right now. We've got some folks 
We'd love to pray with you and for you. If you're here in person, we've got folks over in the prayer corner, and they'd love to pray with you even right now. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a choice, loving us enough to not make us robots or clones, pre-programmed, automated. Lord, you truly gave us the ability to choose, and that was loving that you gave us that option. Help us to choose wisely. Help us to follow strong the path that your son Jesus has for each and every one of us here today. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray all these things.